Jesus didn't do what people expected. He went places he wasn't supposed to go, and he spoke to people who were, well, not very good people. In Luke 15, 1-7, we see that clearly. It says that tax collectors and sinners were drawing near to Jesus. Now, these were not the type of people a typical rabbi would hang out with. Tax collectors were the servants of the Roman emperor. The Roman emperor had declared himself to be a god. So essentially, tax collectors were Jews who were serving another god. A practicing Jew would have been disgusted by tax collectors. Now, we don't know what the sinners did, but it's clear that their sins were publicly known. A normal rabbi would probably have rebuked these people, cited the law of Moses in condemnation of them, and told them to leave him alone. Jesus spending time with these people was not something that went unnoticed. Now, at the time of Jesus, there was a movement of devout Jews that were called Pharisees. Pharisees took the law of Moses and the temple law, and they sought to live it in rigid perfection. So in doing so, they believed that they made themselves righteous through it. And they gave great thought and attention to things like, how long should the tassels of your cloak be? Or how many steps can a person take on the Sabbath? Or is it lawful to perform a miracle on the Sabbath because that's a form of work? They were hyper-focused on the exterior practice and super judgmental. Jesus drove them crazy. When the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to Jesus and the Lord didn't rebuke them or drive them away, well, the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled about it. Jesus' response is to tell three parables, one about a lost sheep, one about a lost coin, and one about a lost son. In the parable of the lost sheep, the shepherd leaves the 99 sheep to go find the lost one, and he rejoices with his friends and servants when it's found. In the parable of the lost coin, a woman tears her house apart looking for the lost money and invites her friends and neighbors over to celebrate when she finds it. In the parable of the lost son, when the son returns, the father dresses him in the finest robes and puts a ring on his finger, serves the best meat he's got, and throws a party for his servants and family. In each case, sheep, coin, and son, the friends and family and neighbors celebrate. So who are you in the story? Are you the Pharisees grumbling? Are you the lost? Or are you the friend of the person who found what was lost rejoicing? The message seems pretty clear. God cares about the lost. So if you're lost, he's looking for you. He's waiting to restore you. And if you're a friend of the Lord's, and I hope that we all are, well, then you should be ready to celebrate with him when a sinner returns. See, we're not called to stand as judges and decide who gets to come to the Lord. Everyone is precious to God. Every sinner's return is a cause for celebration in heaven. So does that mean we should have cake and high fives waiting outside the confessional door? Well, you know what? I don't hate the idea, but maybe just stopping for a special treat on the way home is a better idea. But regardless, I think Jesus is telling us that we need to stop shaking our heads and murmuring when we see someone going down the wrong road in life and start inviting them back ready to celebrate their return. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.